So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making it a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast. Niels, our senior coach, is back on the show. How are you doing today? How was your, how was your week so far? I mean, we have Tuesday. Um, how has it been for you so far? Yes, good to be here. Good to be back. Yeah, it has been a good week so far, actually. Yeah, pretty, of course, just Tuesday. But um, so far, it's been great. Um, had a nice couple of nice conversations on our app, right? Like we have, not everybody knows that, right? Like we're our clients um, where I have a frequent back and forth chat with my closest clients, of course. And Monday is always kind of where, yeah, we review the week and see how much progress we made, where we can improve, where we might need to improve or what has been great. And uh, I love to see that actually quite some people have been even losing weight through Thanksgiving, right? Which is great. Mm. So, hey, um, of course, even if I don't force that, right? Like there are periods in life where you might enjoy yourself a little more and don't strive for perfection. But hey, people are listening. So that's great. That's good. I like that. That's good to hear. I mean, maybe we can maybe we can talk about this on, on the on this show, on this episode. Um, I know Thanksgiving by the time of the recording is already over, uh, but we're still going to holiday season, right? It's um what I like to call it. I like to talk about this every year, but it's a holiday. Right, like either Thanksgiving or Christmas, but people make it a holy month or like a holy week, right? So people just like honestly, they kind of turn off um, their mind and their almost their goals, like going into the holiday season. So maybe we can start with that. What if you, I mean, if you say, hey, people were on track through Thanksgiving, even lost weight, which is amazing. Um, what would you say were the keys there for them to to make that happen? Um, to even though they have family coming and they have all these all this food, all this amazing food. And also just for context for everybody listening, like in our coaching program, we strive for sustainability, right? We want to have an approach that people can do for a long period of time because that's what it's going to create results in the long term. So for Thanksgiving, um, we put it out there, we said, hey, we don't expect you to be like perfect and to bring your Tupperware to the to dinner or anything. Like we allow people to enjoy themselves. Um, but still I'm curious, Niels, what, what if you observe with your clients um, that you just mentioned where you looked at their weekly report um, and that have lost weight through Thanksgiving, what would you say were like the keys for them to, to ensure that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I think um, one thing that the people that have been losing weight or even just maintaining, right, both in my opinion is a progress through a, a a week that might feel like a holiday week, even if you just said it very well, it's like it's a holiday actually, right? Um, um, so yeah, I think that the thing that most of them has in common is what I actually talked about in one of a previous solo episode. I think I called it like face your numbers or something is that there's some sort of accountability that they not just stop with, right? Which is a thing that a lot of people sometimes do, unfortunately, which shows that they aren't there yet, which shows that they they haven't built the successful habits yet. They haven't been yeah, following, let's say, a nutrition strategy, whether it be a meal plan, tracking, portion size, whatever it is, but they haven't 
been able to get to a point there yet where it's sustainable. They have a sustainable approach that gets them results and they don't, they, they simply stray away from it too much. Like if there's something that you don't really enjoy doing, but you just do it to get you from A to B to lose weight, for example, but maybe you kind of hate it or just don't enjoy it, then yes, you might take the holiday as a day. Okay, now I completely do what I really want, basically. And really want maybe means ice cream, this, that, like way too much food, not moving. And then that turns into multiple days. But the people who realize that, hey, Thanksgiving might mean that I indulge in foods that I usually don't have as much, maybe, but it still does not mean that I don't provide my way in. It still does not mean that, hey, I do 10,000 steps on a daily basis. I do the same thing on a, on a Thanksgiving too. I had even people run um, a bit of a 5K basically. Um, there's a challenge in America uh, for me, European guy. I'm not too familiar with it, but I had even two female clients doing this, which I loved, right? Like they actually used the morning to go for a run, inspire the kids, inspire the others. And then, yes, in the evening, they did indulge in a little higher caloric foods, a little higher process. Yes, totally fine. Enjoy yourself. You earned it. But that's the thing. Still do the weigh-ins. Still do the work. Basically, if you want to overphrase it, would be still do the work. Because that kind of is, I weigh in on the next day too, the day before. I don't just stop doing the things that actually lead to good results and me being a better person of my uh, a better version of myself right uh, and that is what i see S somehow people who maybe just stop oh suddenly there are no wanes and suddenly there's just one work instead of three suddenly i've been only go for two walks out of instead of seven that is where you can see okay we aren't here yet which is okay too but there's just more work to do basically yes yes i love that and it's funny because i observed this for myself um tracking my progress and my weigh-ins in our app myself the past few months and all like this last week i mean you've noticed Niels, probably that like, i've been i think i've not put in stuff like the past three or four days and not because i didn't do anything um but because i'm kind of like it's interesting <laughs> i had it this morning i stepped on the scale and i was 95 kilos and like it makes no sense to me at all like there's no like it makes no logical sense i jumped from 91 kilos to 93 and now to 95 and even though like i know i just need to put in numbers i'm still kind of like yeah i'll put it in tomorrow like it's fine so sometimes it also can be like being scared of the coach like what is what is he going to say right and that's why it's so important to put the numbers in because it can just take like the emotional side away and you can have someone else if you have a coach look at it logically and, and maybe tell you why why it's happening why it's going on I know why it's probably happening. I think a few reasons why is first I started creatine again. I didn't realize this up to like like a week ago or something, but the protein I bought here in Mexico, um, it's uh, Birdman. It's like a pretty well-known um, brand in, in Spain and in Mexican space and uh, South America, like a vegan protein. Um, it's like a performance and they have creatine in there, but I didn't see that. So um, I just realized like a week or something, hey, actually I'm taking creatine again, which I didn't take before for a long time, just because I forgot I didn't bring it on my travels and stuff. So um, that's probably the reason why I jumped from 91 to 93. And then this morning to 95, like it's probably because I had some more salty food yesterday. Um, and maybe also 
the stress from from Muay Thai from boxing because I got punched <laughs> with the times uh, which might cause some stress and water retention. Right, you never know, right? I think like a lot of factors play into that. But going back to your point, um, I realized too, like just keep tracking and keep putting it in there because that's what's gonna help um, keep me on track. And that's actually studies showing, like in general, there's studies showing that people put on one to two plus pounds over the holiday period, um, like minimum. Um, but also there's studies showing that people who have some type of self-monitoring during the holidays, so it could be like daily weigh-ins, right? It could be phone calls um, or it could be reminders from the coach or from friends um, that appear to prevent weight gain. So there's actually like research on this as well. Um, so if you're trying to stay the course on holiday season and stay in the course, like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean you need to like hit new PRs and new low weigh-ins. It might just be maintaining your progress, right? Which is still progress because maybe last year you put on five pounds or three pounds, whatever it might be. Um, if you want to get there, then I think having accountability is key. So either holding yourself accountable with daily weigh-ins, it doesn't matter what happens. doesn't matter if it jumps four pounds in a day, just keep weighing yourself. And then maybe having someone to check in with. So it could be your coach, could be a buddy of yours. Maybe you have a friend who, who has the same goals at the moment, or you have access to a community, like some type of like human accountability too. If you combine those two, then like there's a lot of tactics, right? There's like, hey, like eat more protein for, for dinner and like all that stuff. But I think boiling it down to one simple thing you can do. And if you want to save time, then accountability is like the key um, that you want to look for when it comes to staying on track. That's what probably you observe too for, for your clients. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think I, I just also had to think because you can almost make an analogy and I just made that up basically. Never actually thought about it this way, but it's just like I mentioned, why should you stop doing the things that basically give you results, that basically make you feel good, make you hopefully feel energized, right? Like um, your health is on point, your physique is hopefully on point the way you want it to be. And just because there might be Christmas, just because there might be Thanksgiving, birthdays, whatever it is, you completely deviate from what usually makes you feel good. Why you not just keep doing what makes you feel good and you add that other thing on top, right? You add that piece of cake. It might be even two on your birthday. Yes. Hey, totally cool. Did you do your workout? Did you do your steps? Did you weigh in? Uh, have all the other things here because let's just think of it in a financial aspect it's like if every month or even multiple times a day uh, a month basically i'm checking my bank account very likely i see what's coming in i see what's going out um, maybe now i turn rich which you could compare to now i get to my goal physique would i now just stop checking my bank account very frequently very likely what happens is i lose control and very likely it's one of the fastest and best ways to end up being poor again, if you want to call it that way, right? Like I become rich, which might mean I get to 10% body fat as a male, awesome physique. And now I just stop tracking, stop weighing in, stop doing the workouts. I just wing it. Ah, did I do progressive overload? Ah, do I need to do it? I don't know. I just wing it. Ah, did I do arms today? Might just do what I feel like. And yeah, might just doing what you feel like maybe also gives you at some point just feeling like, yeah, back to average, back to mediocrity, basically. That's right. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, I, I observed it too. Um, what you measure gets better, right? It's so simple, but it applies to every area of life. If you want to get better in your health, then you know, some certain things you got to track there. If you want to get better in your financials, 
I mean, how can you if you don't even pay attention? Like, uh, I don't know the, the exact quote, but one of my earlier mentors in life um, told me like, the person who doesn't pay, like money flows to the person that pays most attention to it. Like it's because it's like everybody like wants attention, right? And money wants attention too. So if you don't pay attention to it and you don't know where it's flowing, like, okay, why am I break even every month? Why am I in, in the red every month? Like, because you don't look at the numbers, like you don't know what's actually happening. And then you would actually see, wow, like I actually have this going on, this, this is going on every month. And same for relationships. You want to improve your relationships. Like, are you actually measuring it in some way? Like, obviously relationships and love, that's something maybe you can't really measure, but are you like holding yourself accountable? Like, are you checking with yourself? Hey, did I, did I, was I present today with my partner? Was I, did I do something good for them this week? Right. Or like, there's always a way to like kind of check in with yourself. And like you said, um, if you got there, that's great, but then you get, need to keep doing it else. It will obviously stop, stop working and you stop getting results. And also in general, like when it comes to the holiday season, I think especially for vegans, if you listen to this right now and you're like, Hey, I'm vegan. I want to inspire people. I want to show it's possible. Like this is the time to show up for your people and to show them, Hey, I'm strong, committed, healthy, energetic vegan. I'm not like a sluggish vegan who just eats whatever and doesn't really care about themselves. Like how, what's the impact you're going to have when you show up like that? Like it's your duty. If you really want to make an impact and save animals, save the planet, like it's your duty to show up strong for the holidays and be the most energetic person, be the most healthy person and the most motivated person. And people will look at you and be like, wow, like how's that possible? How, how is she doing that? How is he doing that? And the reason why I say this is because I have this happening for me in a negative way. Like I think like four years ago when I first was struggling on a vegan diet, when I was like scratching the hundred kilos, <laughs> um, eating plant-based and my, my grandma, like Christmas, she was like, are you supposed to be healthy? Like you look fat. Like she's very, she's very like forward with her words, but she was like, Hey, you look fat. I'm like, what the hell? Like I'm training, I'm eating healthy. What's going on here. Right. And obviously didn't really inspire anybody. And then, um, same applies for our clients. Like we've had feedback in the past, like last year, people saying, hey, my sister now turned vegan because of that. Or my kids are now like more curious about the plant-based lifestyle because of that. And like the whole days are the season to show up big. Like this is not the season to relax. Maybe in summer, you can like take some time for yourself, go on vacation, like have a week of vegan buffet. Doesn't really matter, right? I mean, obviously you want to be healthy and in shape, but like in holidays, you want to show up because people will care. People will check in with you. And how about you show up with like energy and power and confidence? And this is like questioning their own lifestyle. And they start asking you questions and get curious. That's how I think about it. Like have a strong mindset. Don't have a weak and simple mentality going into in the holidays. Like this is your time to shine. Like you are the leader of the family in health. Like, do you want to be leader in, in, in your family in terms of health? Or do you want to be the follower? Do you want to have someone else who eats carnivore sit at the table and be like, hey, like this doesn't work. Look at me. I'm much better. Um, just some food for thought here, um, which which I think is a good way to think about it because I think nowadays, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, we talked about this a lot privately too. Like people are too soft. Like people are too soft and 
they want to make an impact, but then they don't show up with their actions. Like if you say, I want to inspire people, I want to show people I'm not a weak vegan, like and actually do it. Don't just like hope for the best and like, oh no, it's holiday season. Um, so that's how I think about it too. Yes. Yeah. Basically, uh, get that edge that your grandma had, right? Like, uh, that's what I would say. Get that edge that Fritz grandma had, because that's true, really. It's like, um, which I think is a good, good characteristic trait to, um, wear your heart on your sleeves or how you want to call it, right? Like to speak out your mind and to not like be scared of confrontation and um, might just say like, hey, um, you used to look a little different. She said like, hey, called you out and said like, hey, aren't you supposed to healthy? You look fat. And boom, what happened was a key moment for you. You're still remembering it today. Like was like, oh shit, I got to change something. And also in my opinion, without bashing anybody, but you turn more people vegan and inspire them when you are powerful, strong, confident also still fun to be around person best version of yourself than if you are looking pale like skinny weak with a with a sign which says murder meat is murder or scream at people you very likely don't really turn anybody vegan that way but if you show up as richard said right like at the dinner table and you can indulge and you will also probably have a big meal but you are in shape you maybe even come from the gym before um you're great you're fun outspoken energized all these things uh that's how you make people interested that's how you make people curious that's uh my my way of thinking and also from experience already saw that multiple times right like people who, who do you think people ask for fitness advice do they ask me or do they ask ask average joe if you as you just said when you do what most people do you will also get what most people have and i think we know what most people have these days how they look how they feel how they perform and it's not again not talking bad on anybody because you always have to make excuses these days right um, and be be careful to not stomp on anybody's feet which is another issue i think um but it's like If you want what's yours, go out there and get it. Take responsibility, go out there and become the best version of yourself. Exactly it. Do it. That's the way forward. And it's, like I said, it's your duty to do that. It's not something nice to have. Like you put on this planet for a reason. Like you only have this one life. So make something of it. Don't just waste it because someone says this or someone says that or oh, inflation or, oh, like this is going on, like um, elections and like all the fear mongering that's happening. Like, yes, of course, like things are happening. I don't, we don't live in a vacuum, but like those are maybe last point here. Like those are excuses, which make sense. Like they're valid excuses, right? Like, hey, I don't have time to work out. Gyms is close. Like I have a family don't have time to work out like those are valid excuses holidays like yes there's more food there's more unhealthy food it's valid but what does it matter like what's the choice here like what does it mean do you do you take those excuses or do you just say yes they're there but fuck it anyway like i'm just going for it anyway so yes there's valid excuses but They're also not valid because if you listen to them, you're not going to achieve anything. So I know it's been a bit of a rant today, but I think uh, it was a good good episode. Um, I agree, yeah, excited. Yes. 100%. We probably can make another one where we do an actual rant about that stuff. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Always good to jump on with you. And if you listen to this right now and 
holiday season is up and coming, just reframe it in your mind. You can absolutely crush it. And some tactics we can maybe share in a different podcast on how to approach it tactically. Um, but yet yeah, all starts in your mind and all starts in your mind. And that's where the transformation uh, should happen. So thanks for listening. Niels, thanks for joining us yeah, today. Thanks for having me. And um, we'll talk very soon. Peace out. Yes, yes. What did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, keep up the vegan vibes.